this is the worst film ever made. <laughs> this is nothing like the plot of like the Mario games. Is it? Does Mario even have a plot apart from like plays tennis? <laughs> that film sounds shit. This. Our delivery rider is on the way. His estimated arrival is four minutes. Can we get it in? Can we get an intro in before? Okay, let's try. Welcome to the podcast nobody asks for's League of Good Bad Movies. And this introduction is a special one because it's the first time we've been able to record face to face in a while. I can see your face, Ian, and it is wonderful. And more importantly, I can see Bowie's face. And also, uh, a special thing with this intro is we are trying to record it in the time it takes for a delivery rider to arrive here with food. So, let's fucking go with it. This yep. week's film, uh, do you remember the choices? Uh, I had Super Mario and uh, another one, and you had two. I had two. There was Double double Team, which was Dennis Rodman, and then there was Congo, which was about monkeys and diamonds. Oh, we oh. failed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's resuming. Cool. So we failed there. Um, and in our rush, we also didn't introduce her. Fuck, Bowie really wants that food. He is after the kebabs. Uh, so yeah, this is this is our our monthly Good Bad Movie episode. Yep. Uh, this will be our uh, fourth, I believe. Yes. Yeah, we've sure. had Vampire's Kiss, Troll 2, yeah. and obviously Showgirls. So before we were interrupted by the Deliveroo Driver, uh, each month we put out four choices that you guys vote for, and that's what film we do that month. Uh, we went through, so Congo, uh, Double Team, there was also Speed 2, but the winner was the 1993 adventure comedy, Super Mario Bros. Have you seen Super Mario Bros. before? I saw Super Mario Bros. when it was a thing in the early 90s, and I have removed all of it from my memory, <laughs> other yeah. than Yoshi. Yeah, I, I, I remember, I've definitely seen it, and I, I have completely wiped it from my memory. So this is, it's as if I'm going in blind, but I already know it's shit. I, I can't, I, I still can't get over the fact that it's uh, the guy whose surname I can't pronounce, but John Leguizmo, 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 yes. that he's in it and it's his first feature film. That continually blows my mind. Also, as does the fact that he's 52. Yeah, I mean, what blows my mind is that Bob Hoskins is in it. Because <laughs> when, you, when you think of Mario, your brain immediately goes to... Bob Hoskins. Yeah, he did this and Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit and then like nothing else, right? He's done he's done, he's done a fuck ton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why, this... My voice is going like this. <laughs> you just, just get really emotional about Bob to, Hoskins. I don't know how to record outside the Zoom now. <laughs> but as as has become tradition, uh what we're gonna do is we are going to disappear off, watch the film. Uh, this time in person instead of over Zoom, yep. which is always a weird experience. And then we are going to come back. We're going to talk about the plot of the shit that we just witnessed, go through some pointless trivia, our top three moments from the film, and then discuss where it ends up on the league of the League of Good, yep. Bad Movies. That is a perfect summary of, of how we are spending our evening. Also, I know we don't normally do this um, on these episodes. <clears throat> we normally save recommendations for the you know the typical normal um uh canon episodes are we gonna call is our episodes canon i don't know um, <laughs> yeah canon but uh not, the... not the elseworld <laughs> spin-off stuff we have 
but it felt too perfect to miss. So uh, it's not a movie, but it is um, a YouTube series of Tommy Wiseau playing video games, which fits too perfectly with a good bad movie about a video game. So yeah, it's called the Why Tommy Wise Show. It is infuriating and hilarious, um, and I implore you to to go watch it. And um, and if you uh, you aren't into short six minute long clips of Tommy Wiseau playing video games. Uh, is there anything else you would recommend to people? Oh, um, maybe just a, a two-hour um, horror movie just set in brilliant daylight in Sweden where someone gets stuffed into a bear. I would say let's watch Midsummer. I like it. Anyway, let's, uh, let's crack open this takeaway. Yep. And uh, Go down a warp pipe. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. They seem to be taking the baby being born from an egg very well. Yeah. So, uh... We, we have no Deliveroo driver to beat now, which is good. We have watched Super Mario. We have parted ways once more. And now we are ready to talk through uh, what I didn't realise, but it makes a lot of sense, was Hollywood's first video game movie. I did I did ask the question, I think, when we were watching it, was this yeah. the start of like terrible video game movies? And apparently, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, I still can't think of a decent one. But yeah, this was the first so as will become it's, it's a tradition now we've done four episodes is it a tradition or is it just the way things are done um i like to think it's a bit of both i like that so as is a bit of both <laughs> uh we're, we're gonna go through uh, a plot summary of the film to start off with so in a brooklyn accent 65 million years ago, a meteorite crashes into earth killing the dinosaurs and splitting the universe into two parallel dimensions the surviving dinosaurs cross into the new dimension and evolve into Dennis Hopper. 20 years ago, a woman leaves a large egg with some nuns. It hatches into an archaeologist princess. Cut to present day. There was a lot of time jumping at the beginning of this film. There was. Suddenly, there's mafia involved. And we are introduced to Luigi Mario and his adopted brother dad, Mario Mario. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario meet the archaeologist princess who gets kidnapped by the two stooges who should really be taught as creatures but instead are the garage attendant from Ferris Bueller and the guy who went brownface in the short circuit movies. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario pursue them across dimensions to Dino Hatton where they must fight Dennis Cooper, save the princess and meet a guy who was turned into fungus. Not Toad though. Toad is instead a Mad Max-esque Bob Dylan impersonator who gets turned into a tiny-headed dinosaur man. They're jumping boots, Luigi doesn't wear green until an hour plus into the movie and nothing that resembles the game in any way, shape or Mario Mario form happens. So that is my summary. It is it is extremely accurate. One thing I would add is that the nuns who were given an egg that hatches a baby were completely like it was as if they'd ordered a pizza and it had turned up. It was not there was no like no one was shocked. It was it was the most normal thing that they were delivered an egg that hatched a baby. They they seemed more shocked that they'd been delivered an egg then they seem shocked that that egg hatched a human child. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would completely agree with that. Yeah, it made no sense. So what I've done, apart from try to get this film out of my mind, is I made a brief list of things that I associate with Super Mario. Yep. So Princess Peach. Yep, not in it. Your princess is in another castle. Not in it. Green pipes. N- not in it. No, there's pipes, but not green pipes. Uh, fire plants. Not in it. Mushrooms that make you big. I mean, 
there's a big mushroom guy. <laughs> yeah. Raccoon power. Not in it. Coopers that look like tortoises. No. Piranha plants. None. Although apparently were meant to be in it. Uh, killing things by jumping on them. Doesn't happen once. Shells. No. Thwomps. The thwomps, I think, are meant to be tied into the boots. But <sighs> like very tan... Like it's... They're, they're thwomp adjacent. Yeah. And the actual mushroom kingdom. Because it's only used ironically or sarcastically in the film. Yeah. Yeah. And then the things in the movie from the game... Mario eventually wears red. Yeah, but did you know that apparently Mario Mario and Luigi Mario is canon? Fuck off. I looked it up today because I was I was going to one of my one of my things was going to be oh, isn't it ridiculous how they call him Mario Mario and Luigi Mario? But apparently, if you go well, at least according to Wikipedia, if you go to Mario's Wikipedia article, it says his full name is Mario Mario. Yeah, so we we've mentioned this repeatedly already. So Mario's name is Mario Mario. Yeah. He is the adopted... He's the adopted brother, but he raised Luigi. Yeah. Who is Luigi Mario. Who is Luigi Mario. Which is stupid. Which is stupid. There's there's nothing else to say about that. Bob Hoskins plays Mario Mario. Yeah. That is something which we, as the human race, need to really come to terms with and own. But is this film about bestiality? Would be what because Daisy wants to fuck a dinosaur. No, because Daisy's not a mammal. No, she's not. But she does seem very. Um, she does seem very attracted to Yoshi. Yeah, but she she's not. She hatched from an egg. She's not human. No, and Luigi wants and to Lu- get with her. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. So it's basically Twilight, just with reptiles. And yeah, she did seem she did seem a bit into the cute little dinosaur, which is off-putting to say the least it's not what i was expecting from a super mario brothers movie anyway i never i never played those games wondering this is interesting but i wonder who she'd want to fuck also the really weird thing with um oh well actually there's um who who are the guys that do the super mario um song there's a whole song let me find it oh uh, patent pending yeah so there's Mario, get your shit together, bro. You got to know this princess isn't worth those extra lives. That one. Or do you mean... Um... No, it's the one from the point of view of Peach, and she's choosing between Luigi and Mario. Um, Starbomb. Starbomb, yeah. Which is the ninja sex party guy. Yeah, so they have a song. Luigi, Luigi's Ballad, is that it? Yes. Where yeah. she's debating whether or not she's going to get with Luigi or Mario, and then she chooses Toad at the end because, and I quote, his whole body is shaped like a dick. <laughs> That's such a fucking weird song. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go straight off and listen to that song in a minute. <laughs> it will be in the episode notes if I remember. Um, so did you do any reading about how much everybody absolutely hated the directors of this film? The... the... Um, husband-wife directing duo who basically hated each other and didn't speak to each other about all of the decisions they made, right? (laughs) Yes, or as Bob Hoskins referred to them, the cunt and the cow. (laughs) So Ricky Morton and Annabelle Yankel, who were the co-creators of Max Headroom. Right. And Annabelle Yankel's brother was in The Blockheads and co-wrote Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick. They wanted a more adult movie, but the studio wanted a kid's film. Bob Hoskins, as well as calling them the cunt and the cow, described the directors as people whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. (laughs) Which is a perfect phrase for, I think, a lot of people in the movie. I was going to say, that's just Hollywood, isn't it? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Dennis Hopper called them control freaks who wouldn't talk before making decisions. John Leguizamo's autobiography says the director, one of the directors, poured hot coffee on an extra's head because he didn't like the costumes they were wearing. And was didn't they apparently hire strippers for the club scene as well? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because they clearly didn't know what was happening. But the producers apparently hired screenwriters to make the script more child-friendly after they'd signed everyone on without consulting the directors. So the original script was apparently, like, it featured Mad Max-style death races, British political satire, and reptilian hedonism. Because that's what I think of when I play fucking super mario well and this is and that, that's a good point because you you talk about okay the the actual summary of it you talk about exactly there like the nut the insanity of what they were trying to do i just i just pulled up like super mario and like what, what what's a brief he's been in over 200 video games to, at this point but what's a brief kind of summary of like what is a mario game and so can you refer to it by his full name a mario mario game (laughs) um so depicted as a short pudgy italian plumber okay they they kind of did that who resides in the mushroom kingdom so that's the first thing they missed um his adventures generally center on rescuing princess peach didn't happen so the the so one of the characters in so mario mario's girlfriend is in the first mario mario game which is actually donkey kong yeah well if we're going to go back to donkey kong none of i mean none of that is apart from her but yes but yeah yeah, you're right like when people think of mario mario rescuing people yes mario mario is rescuing princess peach from bowser who also isn't in the movie mario has access to a variety of power-ups not in the movie boots (laughs) boots yeah and um and i guess the ability to to in turning in the heating off, create some sort of nuclear winter inside a skyscraper. Oh, that ain't um, uh, He's a magic plumber. <laughs> give him different abilities, and Mario's fraternal brother and sidekick is Luigi, which, yes, is in the film. But it's it's very spotty, the crossovers, I would say. And that's putting it politely. <laughs> yeah, so to steal a bit from the, the trivia section, it really hammers home how un- video gamey it was the fact bob hoskins didn't know he was making a video game movie yeah apparently while working on it he mentioned the name of the film and his son i was about to say his son at the time (laughs) his son said oh that's that's a video game and then he found out which is just fucking mental i i can't i can't understand how any of this was allowed to happen and dennis hopper i I mentioned this quote when we were watching it so dennis hopper also was not particularly happy with the film neither i think was anyone involved with it but there's a great quote from dennis hopper i made a picture called super mario bros and my six-year-old son at the time he's now 18 said dad i think you're probably a pretty good actor but why did you play that terrible guy king cooper in super mario bros and i said well henry i did that so you could have shoes and he said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly. <laughs> Which really sums up the entire film. Oh, he didn't even jump on his fucking head! So, trivia. Yes. Should we go to tri- Are you ready for trivia? Let's, let's go. Bob Hoskins and Jed Leguizamo hated working on the film so much they would regularly get drunk. Oh, yeah. Yep, got that one. 
<laughs> Apparently, a drunken incident involved John, Leg- John Leguizamo breaking his leg. Right. Bob Hoskins was stabbed four times while making the film. He was electrocuted and nearly drowned. Uh, Bob Hoskins apparently also broke his thumb and wore a cast painted pink for most of the film, so you couldn't see. I didn't. I to be fair to them, uh, I didn't notice it. But yeah, I guess credit where it's due. <laughs> Barry Morrow wrote a draft of the screenplay. But producers felt his draft was a little too much like his previous film, Rain Man. <laughs> How could you write a Super Mario Brothers movie that's like Rain Man? Just exploring. I, I don't. I'm not even touch. I'm not touching it. No, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> just, 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 just counting turtles. Which that sounds like a. That's my Counting Crows uh, tribute band. Yes. Counting, te- but there weren't even any fucking turtles in the movie, so you wouldn't be able to count any of them. So were the were the Coopers just like they were a mix between? They had big backs. No, so they weren't Coopers. They were Goombas. So Goombas oh, are the little brown turdy things in Super Mario. Oh, so the the, the little mushroom people. Yeah, that are brown and yeah, 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 hob- yeah. Hobble side to side. So they weren't even fuck. Okay, so they were Goombas, and he was Dennis Hopper was. Coop, King Coop, Cooper. King Cooper. King Cooper. Okay. Fuck it out. Um, speaking of Dennis Hopper, did you see the alternate casting that could have happened? I've seen a couple. I saw Michael Keaton, Kevin Costner, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> as yeah, as King Cooper. Yeah. Tom Hanks was considered for Luigi, yeah. but this was back at a time they didn't know if he was a box office drawer anymore. Yeah, because of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Che- uh, Cheech and Danny DeVito turned down Mario. Yep. Danny DeVito and Harold Ramis both turned down the chance to direct. Do you know who the first choice to play Toad was? I don't know. Tom Waits. <laughs> they wanted Tom Waits to play Toad. He turned it down and they got a guy called Mojo Nixon, who is also a musician. And Mojo Nixon's agent pitched him to the producers as a third rate Tom Waits for half the price. <laughs> Surely if he's third rate, he should have only been a third of the price. Uh, probably, but you got to big yourself up a little bit. He, uh, bizarrely, had the 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 harmonica on the entire yes, time, yeah. which is how you could differentiate him between the other the other Goombas that weren't Goombas. Oh, fuck, that was so weird. The, the rocking dancing scene is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Um, The, the magical jumpy boots yeah. were, were reused in face-off as the magnetic boots in the prison. Yeah, that's that's... A brilliant bit of trivia that is. Oh, I um at least some good came yeah. from them. There was there was an actual nod to Nintendo during the film. I think I mentioned it when we were watching, and I've I verified it that so the guns um were basically the light gun accessories that you used to have for Duck Hunt and stuff. Yes, um, yes. They basically reused them and I guess painted them and used them as as um, devolution guns in in the movie. Oh. And you know what? I, just just because I mentioned Face Off. I would happily watch a version of this where Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario are John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, sold. That would be fucking amazing. I'd, I'd be all over that. Or would you have Nicolas Cage as Cooper? Ooh, no. Oh, actually, yeah, he he probably is Cooper, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Please continue. I think I made this remark during the film, right? That they basically spent all of their money on the Yoshi puppet, and actually, it's not far off. The Yoshi puppet was um capable of making making 64 separate movements it was it had 200 feet of cable crammed into its three foot tall structure and no less than nine puppeteers were used to operate the yoshi puppet 
it cost half a million dollars. Jesus Christ. I, I know in designing it, they were apparently very aware of Jurassic Park also happening. <laughs> <laughs> like setting your setting your sights a bit too high there, I think. Well, but also weirdly, they made like a very like quote unquote like realistic version of like a baby Velociraptor, which was obviously nothing that Yoshi looks like. But yeah. then kept the weird long tongue thing. Yeah, they the trade-offs they made were just bizarre. Like I still don't I'm still infuriated that Luigi didn't wear green for the vast majority of the film. 66 minutes until they were in their red and green outfits. But like even in like the shitty Power Rangers movie they did recently, they would still at least have like their hoodies for the color of the Power Rangers stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't ask for much. I just want consistency. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is this isn't uh this isn't trivia, but just a, a thing that really bothered me in the film in general was the idea that plumbing in Brooklyn is a competitive sport. Oh God, yes. <laughs> they get a call. They get a call and they go to the job, but they get beaten there by another plumber, and that's not how that works. No. And but they're like having like rival turf wars as well because they like set off a flood, don't they? That is it, Scarelli or something like that. Something, something like that. Very, yeah. very bizarre. But it's the same with when the dig site gets sabotaged. They're talking like it's this massive, complicated thing they have to do to fix it. But literally all they do is tighten nuts. Well, that's that's they, that's all they did in, in, in both scenarios, because they did that to fix that, and then they just tightened some nuts with a crowbar, because that's how you tighten nuts, to turn off the heating as well. I'm, I'm not saying plumbing is easy, because it's not, but that's easy. It's not, because that wasn't plumbing. Yeah, yeah no, true. Very true. That's... Oh, God, this film is fucking weird. It's a shame that Christopher Plummer wasn't in it, right? I'd watch that. Christopher Plummer, Max von Sydow, <laughs> team them up. Yes, I have a massive problem with the fact that you're called Luigi Mario. Okay, so on to top three moments. Okay, so I, I will I will hand over to you. Thank you. What is third on your list of top three moments from the Super Mario Bros movie? Uh, in at number three is the fact that Mario Bros did the MCU before the MCU did the MCU. They had <laughs> a blip in Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> And they also did a post-credit sequence. So I'm not saying that large parts of the success of the first four phases of the Marvel Universe are because the directors have been watching Super Mario Bros. on repeat, but I'm also not saying that isn't the case. (laughs) So, very true. So number three on my list is the Brooklyn Dinosaur discussing the extinction event. So the introduction to Super Mario Bros. is like a 16-bit summary of the extinction of the dinosaurs done with a guy with like the thickest Brooklyn accent ever. It was just such a bizarre way to open a movie. Yep, I would agree. Number two. Number two for me is the reveal that the massive piece of malignant fungus that was taking over the skyscraper was in fact Daisy's dad. Goopy fungus man. Yeah, and... Um... That's why that's the the closest we got to a video game thing is that's why they jokingly referred to it as the mushroom kingdom yeah. because of this fungus. And he was apparently trying to help them by waggling a mushroom that was attached uh, to which 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 Luigi immediately picks off the wall. Yeah. So my number two is the the reveal that his name is Mario Mario. <laughs> it's like I get they're the Mario brothers, but that doesn't mean his surname has to be Mario. I think uh, to to. To paraphrase uh, your fine self as we were watching it, what, you mean like Prince? (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
And number number one on your list? Number one on my list is um, Goomba Dance Party. The fact that they defeated all of these Goombas by... <laughs> like, I mean, they did it again later in the movie, but in the lift... They got like you. I think you mentioned this whilst we were watching. It was kind of like that scene in Captain America in the lift. <laughs> but they're in there with all these Goombas who start getting in, and they're hiding behind them. And they just start. They kind of come. It's like kind of like the the prom hold from behind. Yes. On the hips. Yep. yep. And they just start swaying the Goombas, and then all of the Goombas start swaying because obviously. And then yeah. uh, that distracts them enough that they can get out the top of the lift and escape. And then later on, I think, is it due to Toad playing a tune on his um, harmonica that yeah. the rest of the Goombas all start dancing? It's so weird. Oh, Goomba dance party. Uh, so my number one is uh, Daddy is a Mushroom. Yep. More specifically... Trust the fungus. <laughs> Luigi Luigi Mario uses the line, trust the fungus, and it's just the most fucked up thing ever. That's not something somebody should say. And it really sums up the movie, doesn't it? Yeah. The fact that there is a character called Toad and he isn't the fungus mushroom guy. Yeah. He does he does throw up his tags, as we saw early on in the film. There was uh, some toad toad tags around um Oh yeah, true, true. Dino Hatton. Also, why is one one thing I do have a quite an issue with is that where it splits in half they're either in in the real world they're in brooklyn but the separate world is dino hatton which i'm assuming is a parallel of manhattan but why is why is why do we differentiate i don't understand um is it because they just couldn't think of a dinosaur pun for brooklyn i was just i was just thinking that yeah well i still i still maintain because Dennis Hopper is stealing Brooklyn women to try and find this princess. I am still convinced they were going to do a Queen's joke and then found out it had already been done in Coming to America. Yeah. And I won't be told otherwise. That is not real trivia. It is fake trivia and I'm running with it. I hope that. I hope someone adds that to IMDb now. I hope so. Just quotes us as the source. I've rummaged through the internet and i have found some reviews we also threw it out to some of our listeners so jeff shannon of the seattle times unfortunately the highlights are sporadic (laughs) kim newman of empire with possibly my favorite just game over man (laughs) andrew medders of black nerd comedy a baby hatches out of an egg i apparently missed that entire part when i played a mario game brian costello of common sense media dated Quirky adaption of video game has some violence. Tim Brayton of Antagony and Ecstasy. As the ad campaign helpfully pointed out, this ain't no game. It's a live action thrill ride. Half true. It's surely not a game for it is typically held that games are pleasurable. (laughs) (laughs) And then from our listeners, we got Dan said, I wonder if the people who made it have ever played a Mario game. I'd say no. Mark said... Uh, saw it recently and forgot how laughably bad it really is. Another Dan, so to a fan, nineteen ninety shit. Like for Mario, it's shit. If you can ignore that, it's actually fun. I I, di- I disagree with that. Phil, it's terrible. I loved it, which I think is the <laughs> a great answer. And Kevin referred to it as like a bad dream, <laughs> <laughs> which again I think sums it up perfectly. What were your what 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 are your 
takeaways of the film? Um, my takeaways are it, it had no idea. Like, I know maybe this is down to, to the directing team that, that was there, but it just had no, it had no right to be called a Mario film. And it had no idea what it wanted to be. Because it was it yeah. was trying to do, you know how like with the what we, what we're getting a lot of now with Disney in they're doing the um the like live action versions of old animated classics, so your Jungle Books, yeah. your Lion Kings, and stuff. You're you're taking like sorry, I just I just love the phrasing. Your Jungle Books, <laughs> your Lion Kings, your Aladdins. <laughs> Get your Little Mermaids. Yeah, that sound I've really got a knockoff Cruella origin story here for you. <laughs> but they're they're taking they're taking like the obviously animated, clearly exaggerated versions of things and like trying to do that. I don't know if gritty is the right word, but like like looking at a very realistic looking like Simba, for example. And you know, yeah. if you take like Yoshi to Yoshi in the film, is it's kind of the same thing, and also like trying to make even though it wasn't Bowser, make Bowser a person and have like lizard characteristics and all that. Like I can see what they were trying to do, but they missed the mark so epically. It was, it, I, I don't know how else to, to explain it. It was just so far away from what it's so far away from what a Mario movie should have been. And it was so far away from what they thought they were trying to do. And it just doesn't land in either camp. Yeah, exactly. It's for me, if you watch the film without knowing the name of it, even when you met Mario and Luigi, you wouldn't think it was a Super Mario Bros. movie. You would just think it was like a reference or like an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. Like there's not there's not enough in it. An Easter egg containing a baby. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know the right way to do it. Um I, I don't know if like you said, because it is very clearly people who wanted to make an adult Mario move like an art well not quite r-rated but like a mad max-esque mario movie yeah who then got told we're doing a kids film they they were essentially trying to do the wacky raceland like yeah. that type of thing take take a beloved cartoon or video game that's for kids and give it a bit of a like a gritty overhaul yeah like i, I don't know if mad mario mario would have worked i don't know if flat out live action kids orientated Mario Mario would work. What doesn't work is trying to do both simultaneously. <laughs> it's it is interesting. Like I, I think I, I think for a video game to be successful you have to uh, for a video game movie to be successful you have to try and do something different because video games are such well, we touched on it on our video game episode that it's such a different medium. Yeah. That's giving you so much information. Or in Mario's point of view, it's such a different medium. There isn't really a story there. So there's certain boxes you have to tick and it didn't tick yeah. any of them. And, and talking about that as well, like it, it seems nuts that Nintendo would grant the rights for this. Like Not only grant the rights for Mario to be made into a film because, okay, fine. Maybe they would do that, and but not to have like you. You would think they would have a very tight level of creative control over something like that. Like nowadays, if you were to make a Mario movie now, there is no chance you would end up with what we got. Oh no! Well, you know what the next live action movie they did was? No, Detective Pikachu. Uh. 
they literally didn't make another live action Nintendo movie for nearly oh yeah because they were meant twenty years. They were meant to be the no thirty years. They were meant to be the Metroid one, weren't they? And it kept getting shelved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it. I, I would. I. I think the answer to how to make a Super Mario Bros. movie, which isn't a question anyone asked, is do a Mario Kart movie. Yeah, because then you'd at least have the central premise of like the race. That's a lot easier to build a plot around. You could keep it. Yeah. That, that to me just makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, as I said to you, and I'm just going to reuse the joke because um, I don't know if it'll be included, but you know. It, it is 100% being included. I've already earmarked <laughs> Mad, Mad Max Rainbow Road. Yeah. That is all we need. This is basically Mad Max Rainbow Road. And that brings us on to the League of the League of Good Bad Movies. So right now, which at some point isn't going to be a complete rundown we could do, but we have Showgirls sitting at three. We have Troll 2, two. Yep. That was very Mario Mario. <laughs> and then we have Vampire's Kiss number yep. one. So like we said, this is our list of, I think we we said we're basing it on films we would want to see again. Yep. That we, not that we're saying are good, but that we enjoyed the experience of watching. Yep. So in that list, where would you slide in? Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. So rather controversially, I'm going to put them right at the bottom. Interesting. <laughs> it was such an assault on such a beloved part of my childhood playing Mario games that whilst I enjoy it from the fact that it is insane, I don't know that I'd want to watch it again. And whilst Showgirls is, and I think we said this before, right? Like post watching Showgirls, you can kind of appreciate the bad moviness of it a bit more and there's i've i yeah i think i mentioned it last last month i've really enjoyed talking about showgirls yeah i hated watching it but now i've watched it there is so much to talk about and just unpack yeah absolutely it also it also features random monkeys <laughs> it really yeah it really does they never they never turned him back that mafia guy is now just a monkey. That is a spin-off I'd watch. With with no teeth. Or barely any mafia teeth. Mafia ape. <laughs> ape father? Would we go ape father? Or um, monkey mafia? Um, there hmm. is a Marvel character who's a, a hit monkey. Okay. Who does a lot with Deadpool. I would watch the shit out of a R-rated hit monkey movie. Anyway, so you're saying Super Mario Bros. right at the bottom. I yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial and, and call it. So I, I would watch Super Mario again. Um, specifically with other people. I would never watch this piece of shit by myself. <laughs> it's, it was... Actually, you know what? I say it was a fun film to watch with other people, but I don't know if that's just because it was nice watching it in the same room with someone. <laughs> it might have just been the novelty of finally being able to watch a film with people I don't live with. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, I think fourth is fair, actually. Showgirls as a good bad movie. It was a weird watch, but like we said, I've enjoyed talking about it too much afterwards. Yeah, and it's also you've also had the things like the um you know, like the musical and stuff like that. Like without Showgirls we wouldn't have had Dancing Eight Oh, true. And fucking underwater. Yeah. The song of a generation. Um yeah, okay. Okay, so sorry, husband and wife directing team. Super Mario Bros. is currently the bottom of the League of the League of Good Bad Movies. You are in which is the relegation zone. The relegation zone. They're going to be going down to the championship of the League of Good Bad Movies soon. Okay, so that is this month done then. That is Super Mario's complete. Sorry, I've I've just been spending the, the last five minutes trying to come up with a with a mafia slash monkey pun, and I've I've not got anywhere, and I'm I'm quite 
I'm quite, I'm quite disappointed in myself. Oh, we should be able to figure it out. So, if you, if you've watched Super Mario Bros. and you want to let us know what you thought of it, um, or if you have any other good bad movie recommendations for next month, uh, you can find us on Instagram at the podcast nobody asked for. Uh, you can also find us at Kofi at the same name. All money we get from there goes straight into just making the podcast bigger and better and renting shit films. If you are aware of a film that has been made that is further away from the source material than Super Mario Bros, please tweet us about it at uh, sorry at nobody asked for pod with the number four. Uh, you can also find us there on Facebook as well. Brilliant. And um, as always, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with any future episode ideas you have, um, and we'll make sure we do uh, the best ones. So, yeah, I don't know. Do we do we just do like a game over uh, section here? Some kind of you need yeah you need to insert the noise of the um, of when you die in Mario. I was gonna say Nintendo wouldn't like that, but Nintendo. this piece this piece of shit exists, so I think that's pretty low down <laughs> on their agenda. The quality control of Nintendo was not there in the nineties, but and just one last time before we finally have the drop into the closing music. Uh, his name is Mario Mario, and that's canon.